Kings chapter 3, 1 through 28 is an account of Solomon, uh, the third king of Israel, having a dream, and he dreamed, and he talked to the Lord, and the Lord asked him, what does he What does he desire? And Solomon didn't ask for longevity. He didn't ask for money. But he asked for wisdom. And God granted him wisdom. And that's what he asked for. And since he pleased God in his desire, God gave him wisdom and wealth, overwhelmed. And with that in mind, then we see chapter 3, verse 16 to 28, we find King Solomon demonstrates his wisdom. Are you with me? Now, I know this is kind of a surprise. Some of you probably heard this and you haven't, but just stay with me. Look what we have here. We have the situation with two women and two babies. Then we have the switching of the two babies, 19 through 22. And then we have solution about the one baby. Are you following me? I want you to listen well tonight. We don't have but a few minutes. I want you to put the scripture up there. We're going to look at the solution, uh, the situation, rather, with the two Women and the two babies. Look at verse 16. Then came there two women that were harlots. What in the world is a harlot? I think you know what a harlot is. Yes, prostitute. Yep. And that's wrong. It always has been. But they can change. Because Rahab was in Harlem. Yep. And you find her in the genealogy of Christ. And even James talked about Rahab, how she was saved. Mm -hmm. But anyway, we see the two, uh, the dames in the situation. What dame? He didn't give the name, but he gives their profession. Then came there two women that were hollow unto the king and stood before him. Solomon is the king. Now, I don't know how in the world, he, how he could come up with that. I don't think I would ever thought of it. You know, sometimes people bring you problems mm -hmm. and you don't know who's right or wrong. You don't know. Right. So you have to kind of use right. your head. But God was with it. Then we see... The dwelling in the 
the situation. Look at verse 17. Look what it says. And the one woman said, Oh, my Lord. The, oh, my Lord is talking about the king. Oh, my Lord, I and this woman dwell in one house. How in the world are you going to deal with two prostitutes in one house? Or two harlots or two women? Uh, it's hard for women to get along, but talking about in the right. same house. Right. And uh, sometimes uh, young girls need to realize that when they get grown, it's really time for them to get their own house. Amen. Because they don't want get the mama telling them anything now because they're grown. Well, if you're grown, you ought to be gone. Yes, sir. <laughs> get your own. Yes, sir. Well... <laughs> And this woman dwelled in one house, and I was delivered of a child with her in the house. In other words, I had my child was in the same house. Now we're going to look at delivery in the situation, deliverance. And it came to pass the third day after that I had delivered that this woman was delivered also. Now you got two women in the house that's pregnant and one have a baby then the next one, the next one have a baby. Well you ladies could probably talk more about this than I can because I don't know how ladies do, do what they do but you know the situation. It's going to your mind. Well, and we were together. There was no stranger with us in the house, saying, the word saying means only, we two in the house. Now we got a difficulty, difficulty in this situation. How are we going to figure out this? Well, now we're going to see. We see the situation with the two women and two men. Picture that in your mind. It doesn't make any difference whether you're a harlot or just a lady, whether you're married or not married. That does not change your feeling for your child. Amen. People need to understand in the body of Christ as well as out, sometimes women have children out of wedlock. That does not mean that they don't love their child like a woman that's in wedlock. Mm -hmm. It didn't make no difference how many children they have. Listen, they still love their children. And you men, listen to this. There's a love that they have for their children because they carried their children for nine months you haven't carried them at all. And some of them run off when they're born. The men. Now we're going to see the switching of the two babies. First we're look 19, we're going to look at death. And this woman's child died in the night. Why did she die? Because she overlaid it. What do you mean? She 
you know, women sleep pretty rough, you know, and got that baby over there, you know, boom, smothered the baby, baby died. Deviltry, what is deviltry? Deviltry is a wrongdoing. It's something that you do wrong. The deviltry in the switching, look at verse 20. And she arose at midnight and took my son from beside me while thy handmaid slept and laid it in the, her bosom and laid her child, dead child, in my bosom. Boy, that's devilish, isn't it? Isn't that evil? People do anything, won't they? Yeah. You, you, you're really looking at this lesson, aren't you? You act like you never heard this, but you never said, Brother Shannon, I never heard nothing like this in the Bible. <laughs> yes, sir. Well, let's go a little further. That's a little scourging. Verse 21, discovery of the switching. And when I rose in the morning to give my child a bottle, is that what it said? What does suck mean? Brother Sam, what are you saying? They were breastfeeding their baby. Yep. What in the world are the two breasts for? For the man or for the babies? Talk to me, somebody. Is that? Oh, I can't have a laugh at that. And you ladies know what I'm talking about. We're breastfed the child. It's a known fact that breast milk is better for a child developing a brain. It's a known fact. Uh, most of the folks, when I was a kid, that's, that's what they did. They breastfed their baby. And they said, well, they used to have a saying, Brother Mosley, that uh, in the later years, in the late 50s and early 60s, they said, uh, you're giving all this baby this, this pet milk and this cow milk. No wonder they so crazy. Well, I don't know what they're taking now, man. Because they really messed up. But anyway, that's a little excursion. But anyway, uh, gave suck. I gave my child suck. Behold, it was dead. But when I had considered it in the morning, behold, it was not my son, which I did bad. There's so many good lessons in this. Yes, sir. Do you know women know their children? Yes, sir. At a young age. This is my baby. This is not my baby. Right. You can't fool it. Thank God. Isn't that something? Thank God for that. Well, pretty good, isn't it? Now, we're going to look at uh, verse uh, 22. Disputing about the switching. And the other woman said, Nay, but the living is my son, and the dead is thy son. And this said, No, but the dead is thou son, and the living is my son. Thus they spake before the king. 
Well, it's a bad enough problem when you have evidence. And listen, Solomon's got to come up with something. You know, it's very difficult. Y'all fasten your seatbelt. Trying to deal with people, especially ladies. I'm getting, I might get in trouble here. When you're trying to deal with, in the church, you have a sisters here, a sister here, a sister here, and they don't like one another. And a preacher, elders in between them, he got to use his head to try to get the job done because he know if he put, them, put the wrong one together, they're going to fight. Preach, Brother Shannon. Anybody here like that? You like somebody, and he likes somebody, and you don't like him, and he like him, and if you be friends with him, he don't like you. Right, right. You think that's not a pressure on a person, a preacher, an elder. That's, that's pressure. Amen. That's hard. That's why people ought to really be Christian. Amen. They ought to be Christian. They ought to be learned to deal with situations, but sometimes you can't bring them together. You say, well, you two children, get on over here, you two kids over here. Hug each other. You can't do grown folk like that. No, sir. You can take kids, y'all been fighting, come here, get over here. Hug each other, tell them you love them. Man, you talking about get women to men get to fighting now, and you talking about hug each other, they may cut each other. Oh, I, I know I'm reaching somebody. You, you hear me? Man. Well, that's a little excursion. Let's get on here now. Pretty good. So we see the switching of the two babies. You see the situation, don't you? Now we're going to look at the solution about the one baby. Hmm. I wonder today... Uh, women that get pregnant today, whether they're married or not married, do they love their child or do they want to kill it? Mm-hmm. Lady went to the doctor and said, I want to have an abortion. I want to kill my baby. She was pregnant, but she had one in the arm. The doctor said, which one you want to get rid of? Both of them are alive. <clears throat> you didn't hear that, did you? You know, I say that again. Here's a woman that went to the doctor. She was pregnant. She wanted to have an abortion. And, but she had her baby with her arm. And she said she wanted, wanted to kill her baby, you know. And the doctor said, which one you want to keep? What is the difference between killing one that's a day old and one that's in the womb getting ready to be born? They're both alive. Right. This is, I want you to think about something. But one thing I say about Jewish women, Jewish women were not, according to the book of Exodus, Jewish women wasn't, the Hebrew women were not like the Egyptian women. They didn't kill their baby. What about you? Well, let's look at the proposal here. Verse 23, look at this. Then said the king, the, uh, the one said, this is my son that liveth and Thy son is the dead. Am I reading that right? And the other said, Nay, 
but thy son is the dead, and my son is alive. Oh, boy. Verse 24, and the king said, bring me a sword. Bring me a sword. Oh, boy. And they brought a sword before the king. And the king said, divide the living child in two. I imagine it got quiet, didn't it? I imagine it got real quiet. What is this man going to do? Well, and give half to the one and half to the other. Lord help me. We see the protest of rebel. That's the recommendation. So, so let's just take the child in, cut it in half, give him one of them half, give him the other half. Then spake the woman who the living child was unto the king, for her bowels yearned upon her son. Wait a minute. You ever been to a football game? Oh, you don't have to say nothing. And here's a big quarterback, I mean a linebacker, a guard, and this running back is running, and this big 300-pound guy hit him and boom, and knocked him down. And a woman in the order just, ooh. He said, what in the world is wrong with you? She said, that's my son. See, when your children get hurt, that's what, it hurts you. On the inside, nobody have the feeling. Men, you need to learn that about women and their children. They love their children. Let me just throw this out here. Uh, It it may be that you... Uh, married and and a married woman that's legal to be married, but she got five children. Don't think she's gonna take you over her children. Don't even try. Well, she don't love me like she loves her children. Boy, what's wrong with you? You should have knew that before you married her. I'm helping somebody out here. This is kind of practical. Can I get a witness in the house? Can somebody say amen? I tell a guy, so, well, you know, she take me over a kid. I said, that's what she telling you to marry you. But she ain't ever take you over her children. Well, that's, hey, man. <laughs> oh, my Lord, give her, watch this now. Oh, my Lord, you're calling Solomon, Solomon, king, give her the living child and in no wise, in no wise slay Don't kill the baby. Amen. Don't don't kill the baby. Don't kill the baby. Let's stop here now. Are you all for abortion? Now listen, we got one one right here says, yeah, kill the baby. What do you say? I see grown people, black people, white people. Standing in line, yes, kill the baby. And others say, don't kill the baby. All provoking, isn't it? 
Well, let's go a little further. But the other said, let it be neither mine or thine, but divide it. In other words, kill the baby. Where would you be? Men or women, where would you be? Would you say kill it or don't kill it? We see the protest. Now we see the pronouncement. Watch this here. Uh, then the king answered and said, Give her the living baby, and in no wise slay it. She is the mother of thereof. How in the world did he find that out? You know what? What I'm preaching here now, on law and order, sometimes they'll say, well, we need to be Solomon in this situation. Because people all over the world have learned from this incident. That is the wisdom of God working in Solomon. Amen. Is that pretty good? Well, hey, man. And all Israel... heard of the judgment which the king had judged, and they feared the king, for they saw that the wisdom of God was in him to do judgment. Men, women, when you make a decision, better try to use the best judgment that you know how. If you read scripture, listen to me. If you read scripture, you most likely are going to make the right judgment. Amen. But if you read what society and you say, you probably make the wrong judgment. Amen. Amen. He helped the men out. Proverbs chapter 21 and verse 9. Twenty one, verse nine, verse nineteen, Proverbs twenty five, twenty four. Look at Proverbs twenty five, twenty four. Let me see if I got that right there, Brother Rico. You think you'd help me out there? We're just about finished. It's just a little lesson. I just want you to think. And you in the audience, I want you to listen. In the viewing audience, I want you to listen at the lesson. All right? The Bible tells us in Proverbs 25, 24, it is best, better. Is it best or better? Better to dwell in the corner of the housetop than with a brawling woman and in a wide house. Look at verse 21, 9. Read it, Wesley. It is better to Wait dwell. Do you know what dwell means? To stay there. It is, boy, it's just so many lessons. <laughs> you, you know what? Do you think that they would have been better off, Sister Vincent, if both them women had their own house? They wouldn't have to worry about this woman switching babies. You know, sometimes stuff that's valuable to you, 
It may not be valued to anybody else. So you may have to keep it to yourself. Are you listening to me? Now, a baby is very important, right? And you don't want nobody taking your baby. And they ain't going to lie about it. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute. Lying about somebody else's baby. Well, it says what? It is better to what? To dwell, dwell in a corner of the house. In a corner. Wait a minute. Not the whole thing. A, a corner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> These are corners. Dwell in the corner of a housetop. Than with a brawling woman in a wide house. Wait a minute. I thought we just read that down here. Mm-hmm. Did we just read the same thing? You know, Solomon said twice in Proverbs. Mm-hmm. He says, there's a way that seems right unto man, but the end of the other way is death. It's quoted twice. This is quoted twice. So, men, when you read that, you ought to have a little sense. What do you do? Sometimes you just listen to the woman alone. Get, just get on out, just dwell in the corner in the house. All right, let's look at verse number 19 now. Pretty good? It is better to dwell in the wilderness. Oh! <laughs> dwell in the wilderness. Then with a contentious oh, and wait, oh wait wait a minute hold it now, look here with a contentious some people is just you can't hardly get along with them contentious and and wait and. just two throw and and see what he's doing now you see you see he think he's slick but I'm gonna expose him see his wife is not here he gonna take this home and show it to him. He marked it in his Bible. I'm gonna I get home, I'm gonna show us something. You better be careful. <laughs> then with a contentious and what? And, and what? An angry one. Wait a minute. People can get angry, but they don't necessarily be sinful. Jesus said, be angry but sin not. Right. Now if they're angry, what you need to do, you men, you need to listen. You men need to listen. Yes, sir. Let me see, can I do this up here? Like this here. Here's a skillet. You just took it out of the oven. It's hot. Mm-hmm. And when you're in the oven there, it's hot now. When you bring it out, uh, watch it. It's hot. Now, you know you ain't going to reach in that hot oven and grab this by the hand, by the naked hand, and bring it out. What you gonna do? You're gonna put a glove on, a hot pad, and bring it out, right? And then when you when you bring it out, you sit it on the counter for the cool, and you tell your kids, now don't mess with that, and that's hot. Right? right. But you better deal with your spouse like that, man or woman. Or oh, one lady back there laughing. Listen here, if the man is hot, leave him alone. Woman is hot, leave him alone, let him cool off. Stop, stop! Just leave it alone. Yes, sir. The human beings that make mistakes, they get hot. Be, have some sense. Amen. You're in a situation at the church, people get hot. People get hot and mad. Out of control. Listen, leave them alone. Don't say nothing to them. Well, they ought to know better. They call themselves a Christian. Hold it. Jesus went in the temple and whipped the money changers. They made him angry, but he didn't sin. Right. 
Yo, I think that's enough. Get it? In life, as you go through life, try to deal with situation. Watch it. To solve the problem. Men, I want you to listen to me, men, the head of the household. And your job is to try to solve the problem and listen. Now, let me tell you, something. one is already dead. Now, look how many are still living. It could have been that the two women killed each other. Wait a minute, you need to listen. It could be that when you're feuding, fussing, and fighting, and you got kids in there, you don't ever know what your kids are doing nowadays because they're shooting up everything. So have some common sense. Thank you tonight for listening to this, pro, this, this television program and this lesson here. Uh, King Solomon demonstrates his wisdom. When you get ready to deal with a problem, a problem is to solve, not to make worse. If you're here and you hadn't obeyed Jesus, the Bible tells us in Hebrews chapter 5, verse 8 and 9, though he were a son, yet learned obedience by the things he suffered, and being made perfect, he, Christ, became the author of eternal salvation to all them that obey him. Jesus Christ died and was buried and rose again the third day. He took his precious blood and he paid for our salvation, he bought the church. He was buried, and the third day he arose from the grave. First Corinthians 15, 1 through 4. You hear that gospel and believe it. Are you ready to repent of your sins, change your mind about sin, and stop it? Confess your faith in Jesus and be immersed in water baptism in the name of Jesus Christ. It's for the mission of sins, and the Lord will take over. He'll add you to the church. He'll save you. And when you get in the church, read the Bible and practice what it teaches. That's your decision. Do it right now. Together we stand and sing.